What I was going to say was, is imagine the movie Limitless and the movie Lucy, but instead of like becoming like crime fighters or whatever, I haven't seen either of those movies in a while. Uh, it was just them being really good at like improv. Oh, I love so, the idea of starting like, a podcast with what I was going to say was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the color of friendship. This is a podcast where we talk about well, what we were going to say, what, what we were going to say about whatever Disney channel, original movies we can find on Disney plus. Thank you for making <laughs> Disney plus. Yeah. It, it made it, life it, very easy. You remember how hard the show used to be before Disney Plus? <laughs> Rock hard. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so today we watched a fun day. movie that I um, think is called Minutemen. Yes, Minutemen. Today we watched what I would say is probably historically my most watched Disney wow. Channel oh, movie. Historically, I, I'm surprised it's not mine. It's about to be. I think. Here's the thing. It's awesome. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, we like this it. movie. This movie's great. I knew. I remember this movie being really good when I was younger, and like always being like, even as a kid, I could tell. I was like, oh, this movie is like better than I'm used to these movies being. Like, I like this one more. And um, yeah, it really it holds up pretty well honestly there's only like a few moments that don't really work i think this is probably one of the more consistent yeah movies. i really enjoyed in, this movie in terms of like tone and in terms of like yeah it has like plot points that like make sense and well and still it, have it, tension and and it, it's like, barely moves. cringy it's really not cringy at all. Like I can't think of a single moment that I was like really like, ugh, this this is so stupid watching this movie. Because everything works. That's how I always feel when I watch any movie. Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> movie? Ugh. Stupid. I've been watching The Lighthouse. They he's, should, like, he's like he's like, why they, is Boom the Hollywood this the Stupid house. Oh, um they should have called that man you you told them yeah um but yeah so this movie is a, a science fiction time travel movie on disney mm -hmm. channel um, superheroes which is funny to me that the movie that's just like kind of it being set in high school is like window dressing more than like an actual necessarily i mean i guess it's like important to the plot but like this story <laughs> this, I, but I, I, yeah my point my point is is like it's funny to me that this movie which is not really at all trying to be like accurate about high school is somehow like a lot funnier and has more interesting observations about high school than any of the disney channel movies that are like just about people in high school who don't yeah. time travel yeah. like all of the people in this movie feel like actual like yeah the actors, teenagers. The, the actors in this are all really good they really are this is probably I mean, like, this is some of their bigger stars are in this movie. Because, um, like, Jason Dolly was in... Well, he did this. This is, like, his, this wasn't his first thing for Disney, was it? I know it was one... Oh, he was... No, he was in Corey in the House before this. But he was... But I keep forgetting he was on that show. But, like, he... A federal institution. Yeah. But he... Um, 
my favorite political comedy, <laughs> Corey in the house. Um, but because uh, he's he's really good in this. I, I actually didn't remember him being as good as he was in this, but I thought he was really funny and he was very good at being. He kind of plays because the thing is, is a lot like this movie's kind of like Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, it is a little bit in terms of like the group dynamic where like Jason Dolly is is like he's yeah kind of I can Bill, see that he's kind of Bill Murray and Luke Benoit is um is Dan Aykroyd and um what's his face uh, Nicholas Braun is um perfect yeah I guess I don't know he's not Egon I guess he's Winston let's <laughs> <laughs> just say they have like a good weird group dynamic but, but like what Harry Potter houses are the there oh, oh that's easy God. Luke Benoit is definitely Hufflepuff. No, he's Ravenclaw. So the first day of high school. <laughs> Thank you. As, as all good Slytherin. movies should, it starts on the first day of high school. I yeah. agree. And Jason Dolly. Someone has braces. Yeah. It, that was so funny to me that they gave him braces to show the passage of time <laughs> later. And, and the only as, way. Yeah. As the very best movies all start, it has a three-year time jump. Oh yes. Well, this is a movie all about jumping through time. Uh-huh. Um, this, yeah, I, I was, I had forgotten that. I think I didn't remember that this movie started because when this movie started off, I was like, oh my god, how old is he supposed to be in this movie? And then I remembered eventually. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. This is the, this is the, the prologue. I kind of oh. blinked and missed the the time when it actually said three years later. So I was like, wait, did. Everybody looks the same, but it's, uh, they keep saying that thing that happened three years ago. So either there was a time jump, or I'm supposed to really learn the lore of this movie with all the backstory. Get it, Ivan? Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, so basically, the beginning of this movie is it's the first day of high school. Um, and Jason Dolly, whose name is Virgil. Uh, yeah, it's Virgil, because they always call him Verge, and his best friends, who are Derek. What's the, Derek is one. I don't remember Chelsea Kane's name. Uh, uh, Stephanie. Steph. Yeah, Stephanie. Um, also, too, by the way, uh, Derek's actor, that, that guy's name is uh, Stephen McQueen, and I, the entire <laughs> yeah. time when I was watching it, I was, like, I was like, I know it isn't, but it would be really funny if this was the same Steve McQueen who directed shame. Like, I know it isn't, I know they're different people. Well, but could you imagine? Well, there's also another famous Steve McQueen. There is. And there's I, many Steve McQueen. And there's the lightning McQueen, which yeah. I wonder yeah. if he's more famous than all of them. I wonder why the guy, guy's Ka-chow. face is familiar. And it's because he was in the vampire diaries, which I never watched, but he was like one of the lead people. So he yeah, was all over like the, the I, I think that's yeah. what lightning McQueen is from too. Yeah. He I, is. I like that. Joel went immediately to like the art house turned Hollywood prestige <laughs> filmmaker as opposed to the young movie star. Yeah. <laughs> the the uh, starting to age movie star. Well, okay. How many No offense, Steve is, McQueen. Is Steve McQueen even I think Steve McQueen's dead. Steve McQueen's absolutely <laughs> dead. Yeah. Starting to age. Um he's starting to show his age in the coffin. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> Um, but basically, so it's the first day of high school. Rest in peace, all, Steve yeah. McQueen. <laughs> Rest in peace, Steve McQueen. 
<laughs> Nothing but respect. <laughs> Nothing but respect for Steve McQueen. Well, as we all remember, um, he Steve McQueen only got his role in The Great Escape after Leonardo DiCaprio's character from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did not take that role. Absolutely. The thing uh, is, he he actually got his role in The Great Escape posthumously. Yeah. So it's not really. We don't really have to feel that bad about was, making fun of him for being dead because that's how he got all of his acting gigs yeah he was, um, like James, he was like that new james dean movie they're making where they're like cgi-ing him in and having someone else do his voice oh my I god really, is that y'all, real y'all haven't heard about that yeah there's like no. a war movie coming out oh, oh my god my there's a, hurts. that's a bad there's idea a war, there's a war movie coming out um where no, thank you. what's it called i it's it's anyway but basically the director and all the people were like yeah we tried out like 500 actors for this but yeah we just couldn't think of anyone to do this better than james dean who's been dead for 60 years i don't know anything about anything but i really doubt that's true oh no i i'm serious oh about no i mean i doubt no oh my gosh oh, yeah. no i mean i doubt i doubt it's true that they couldn't find like a single person who would play this Oh, totally. Right, yeah. It's, it's the dumbest thing in the world. No, I agree with... Really no Ali, I think you're a liar. I, I, just I agree link. with well, Kylie, and I'm, I, I think that yeah, you're cool. lying, I'm gonna say and you're... It's 100% uh, false. All right, you call me. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think we should <laughs> beat you up. <laughs> We're going to jump you, Joel. Apparently well, they were welcome to Mythbusters. On this episode, does Joel tell the truth? No, it's a myth. <laughs> myth busted. Also, apparently before, according to this Wikipedia article, apparently before James Dean was cast in the lead role, they were originally going to cast a CGI Elvis Presley Great. Playing, oh. playing, playing opposite of a CGI Paul Newman. Keep in mind, this is a live action movie. I bet. I bet CGI Elvis Presley was really insulted when they turned him down. <laughs> no, no, they no Elvis Presley Enterprises turned them down. They were like, no, you're not using Elvis Presley in this movie. Well, I have no I idea. It's why. not I like he's doing who's in charge of who's in charge of it's James not, Dean's likeness or whatever. His I feel cousin, like that should it, be illegal. His cousins it's were not like, like yeah, CGI Elvis Presley is doing anything else. Well, the thing is that you He's guys very know, quiet. He still deserves true. to keep his dignity. That's true. The thing <laughs> that you guys don't know is that I've been a CGI actor for like the last like seven years of my life. Oh, I, no, we knew. I mean, we knew that. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Well, as long um, as you guys. Sorry. So uh, in the movie, can we can we break with tradition a little bit and just set the scene? by um i'm gonna read some imdb trivia just one oh, piece wow. no more <laughs> yeah, than I one because that. that's gonna yeah. bring the podcast to a screeching halt the title minute men is actually based off the militia <laughs> army during the revolutionary war so okay. i just thought you might find that oh, interesting thank you for imdb trivia I it's thought it was, five I thought out it was, of six found this interesting i thought it was because of the urban dictionary term Minuteman. <laughs> um, i'm okay not i don't want to look yeah, we, at uh, that uh, website yeah. right now um, i'm not gonna i'm not we don't need to talk about it anymore this is a family-friendly podcast he built a time machine but okay hold on so to set this movie up the prologue of this movie is the three or two, three of the main characters or yeah. two, the one one of the main characters virgil 
him and his two best friends are starting their first day of high school and they've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. And then one of them, Derek is like a jock. So he's doing football and Virgil's just over there, like flirting with people and like being a class clown. Mm-hmm. And then Luke Benoit, um, like <laughs> races onto the field in an out of control rocket car. Um, yeah. And he's also like a little of, super genius. So he he's like this, skipped a few grades. So he, he's like he's, middle school age and yeah, also he's, like he's tw- very little. He's, he's this little he's guy. At this point in the movie, he's 11 because it's before the three-year time jump. But later on, yeah. we learned that he's 14. <laughs> um, and he... Um, How could he be both 11 and 14 at the same time, you might ask? Time, tra- well, time travel. Well, you have to understand, this is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> they use <they laughs> this... They used the CGI Luke Benoit. I, I have DB trivia section. They used the same actor to play the the different. different yeah. Oh, uh-huh. it's just That's like crazy. it's just like in That's... what we were talking about off air. It's just like in Greta Gerwig's Little Women, how they all play the same characters no matter what the age is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exactly the same. It's actually anyway. Little Women is a little nod to. What it they is. Did yeah, with little, yeah, yeah, which was really I, cool for me. Greta Gerwig was like, uh, uh, you, my inspirations are pretty obvious. Um, Minutemen. Greta Gerwig's like, literally, have you guys seen Minutemen? The <laughs> yeah. original movie. It's my favorite movie. Um, she's doing a remake of that next, actually. And, with and that's Sarah Sharonin and Timothy Chalamet. But the, Timothy Chalamet Minute is women. The, yeah, Minute Women and Timothy Chalamet. The themes of time travel were what inspired her to come up with the idea for a movie that takes place in a time period that's different from now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that movie kind of time travels because it keeps it cuts back and forth between present and past, mm-hmm. um, which confused a bunch of old idiots at the Academy who can't follow a movie, apparently. It has. Um, that's cool. Anyways, so they go on, he goes onto this field and then they immediately get, uh, the, one of the weirdest acts of bully. A lot of times in movies when they just do like a hard cut to something else like this, I'm like, okay, what in the world happened? Well, it's not this? exactly a hard cut because there is about a, a 30 seconds to a minute where they're just being shoved, around. shoved around back and forth. Definitely. Like that yeah, they're getting bullied game by where football you... players and Virgil's like, Derek, help. Yeah. And yeah. Derek and then, does not help. And then it yeah. cuts to uh, Virgil and Charlie dressed like cheerleaders with makeup on, uh-huh. hanging from the ram's horns of the school mascot. Yeah. Which is like, how did the football from, players from their, even from their underwear. get up there? Yeah. They're, they're they're not probably from this imperious and terrifying statue of a goat, which I assume is symbolizing them being sacrificed to the devil. It is. That's Luke. Luke Benoit's character has sold his soul to the devil. And mm-hmm. well, so basically, and so then, then we he get dabbles in the occult. So he I, does. You know, I, I just want to not, not gloss over the rocket car. Because there's a rocket car in the movie, a, and it's just kind of casually a rocket car. It's like which yeah, is it's like not an a athletic department cart. It's yeah, yeah it it's like one it. of those green carts, but it has a giant rocket on it, and yeah, it, it's like a golf cart with a rocket, basically. Yeah, um, and that's cool. I think. Um, it, it um, cool. for that part in my notes, it just says "what the fuck." Yeah. I don't That's have you, much. You've else never to seen a rocket cart it. before. 
I'll say this too while we're on the topic of like kind of I was homeschooled, so we yeah, didn't have I've, any rocket cars. I've never seen a rocket car. I didn't yeah, go to public school. school. It's all rocket cars. All mm, day. Yeah. interesting. Interesting. That's how I learned to drive. It's in a rocket car. Very badly. It's safer yeah. because it's you don't safer. have to worry about like it making it go faster safer, or slower. Yeah. Because it's going it so go. fast. It's going so fast that it actually no speed, goes it just all the way. Yeah, it goes there's, all the way back around to being really slow again. There's no brakes, so you don't have to worry about. <laughs> it's like just one less thing to to That's weigh on your mind. You just like pop here. out when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, yeah. You just you don't open have to, the like, door learn and learn all these like buttons and levers it's like or a whatever. Train. Yeah, all the buttons you have to learn to drive a car. Yeah, <laughs> all the buttons and switches, the pulleys, yeah. levers, yeah, the, yeah, cranks. Um. Anyway, so so we fast forward to so many later. fucking cranks. That's so why cranks. I still don't have a license. Well, and I have like one of those like monkeys with an accordion that kind of like is part of my my car setup too. So it's it's just the whole thing. Um, but so um, we flash forward three years and you're like, whoa. That's and you're like, okay, thing. I guess. Yeah, it just I, happens. What I wish had happened was that in, it, I think it would have been more elegant if they, we saw the, the video, the, the like, the video, the, the scene of them being hung by their underwear from a giant goat and then it just like goes up and down and then it says three years later and they finally fall down and that's sort of the beginning (laughs) of the movie the action of the movie i think it's like it's like two skeletons hanging from it and then they walk into frame and like hey who put these skeletons here (laughs) that'll that'll that would be a really good gag that would be Um, hilarious yeah, this movie actually sucks because it doesn't have that. In it. <laughs> um, they freaking left that money on the table. They really that sweet, did. Sweet joke money. Mm-hmm. That's sweet joke money. Sweet they joke bills. They 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 get paid like what a million a joke. Yeah, at least a mil a joke. Um, but so it's three years later, and because of that, which this is, you know, like it fits in with this movie, and like this movie's kind of obviously heightened sense of reality and the way that like the the principal who is not the dean from Community, but played but it's the other guy. It's the but it's the other it's but the also other within. It's really funny because I didn't actually realize I don't think until we were doing this episode and we started talking about this guy. I didn't realize that he played the doppelganger in. Um, or the Doppeldean, I think is what mm-hmm. they call him, in, in Community, which is really funny because he, he really does look very much like the Dean. From yeah, he, he looks and acts basically like the Dean um, from Community. Is he the one that was in Phil of the Future? Or was yes, that he, yes, he was, he was in Phil of the Future and he was in, he was in Aaron Stone, if you guys watched that show. I did. What was a Disney X, a Disney XD original. with It was about a kid. It was a little after like, my time. It was about like a teen who played a video cool. game. I, I'd watch that. He played a video game and then he became no his real life video game character. Everybody oh loves God. watching teens play video games. That's, yeah, that's basically ninety yeah. percent of, of Kylie's favorite book, I think. Yeah, <laughs> or favorite audio book at least. Yeah, um, I can't um, even deny that. But so, but so, <laughs> this is just true. But so, um, yeah. So basically, they. Um, 
they're outcasts. They're they're nerds now because they got. I guess here's my issue with like any time when I see a thing where. So did that entire football team? They were like, I know it'll get these dudes. Let's strip them naked, put makeup on their faces. Where did they get well, lipstick and, so fast? Dude, yeah, he's already it, holding lipstick. I know. Well, we see in a flashback that he has lip, but he pulls it like out of his pocket. Yeah, where oh, did he get it? They're true. already on the field. I mean, listen, yeah. no shame. If if Derek wants to wear lipstick, that's totally fine. But, but he's well, using some, it as a device. He uses it as a someone else. When exactly. when you're out on the field, you get chapped. And you want to yeah. look your you best. Gotta put on red and you got to put on lipstick, which makes you less chapped. Do you um, think this is like Deflategate, where yeah, somehow lipstick putting gate. lipstick on a football helps makes you? Makes it slippery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you go to catch the football, you realize you have lipstick all over your hands and it's yeah. gross. So you and it looks like blood. And then that's yeah, a different like issue that you're oh. thinking you, you think you're oh, bleeding. You, you could draw lipstick on yourself to make it seem like the other team fouled you and, and made you For like a fraction of a second. Yeah. And by, uh-huh. then, by then they're distracted and you've scored a touchdown, um, I think. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, I think that would work. Actually, I think that should we that's start why red, play? That's why red cards guys, are in soccer. Guys, should we start start our own baseball? I mean, ba- uh, football team. Absolutely yeah, the, the the color of friendship, the or the the I don't even know what we'd call ourselves. The lip the lipstick fr- friends. <laughs> we the, would be the so good. Color of friendship. <laughs> Minutemen. Uh, yeah, we, should call our, we should call ourselves the snowsuit guys and the and our our logo <laughs> our logo right our logo is like a big pair of lips but they're like <laughs> but they're like in Just the, the lipstick emoji the kiss uh, but they're emoji. in the, but they've got like the football stripes on it you know what i mean like the lines of the football where they yeah they that thread. makes sense um anyway so they flash forward in time if any of our listeners out, uh, like own a uh, a football, a football team. Um, yeah. Like, could you Did just you change it? A football? <laughs> well, we all know Robert Kraft is a big listener of this show. Uh-huh. Um, from, yeah. Um, so, from I World of Warcraft. So the, after the three years, we get to like the lunchroom yeah. and like, we see that the clicks have all separated. So mm-hmm. Steph and Derek are like, dating and verge poor virgil is like stuck at the nerds table but i was so happy to actually see like i've never been happier to see like the dumb like loser nerd stereotype in a disney channel movie because our past two movies the characters like concern was that oh i'm boring like no one knows who i am and I don't think yeah. that's a real thing. <laughs> like, I don't think that's, yeah. that is so unintriguing. And like the loser nerds, whatever is like also bad, but I was yeah. glad to see like it, it has something. something interesting actually built into it and not just uh, making the mistake of making a movie about a character that you admit is a really boring character. Yeah, that is so crazy. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it, it it's like well, it's one of those things where it's like kind of the reason that this movie works in general is because one, like we said earlier, like the cast is all actually pretty, like it's all really good. I think I don't think anyone in this movie is like a bad actor, and, and at least e- not, even the characters movie. who 
who are ultimately the bad guys of the movie are still pretty like charming and likable right in a way that uh, i think is enjoyable well which 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 one like like um the bad guys like Do you mean steven the the steve hole? like steven like r mcqueen yeah well that's the <laughs> thing that they do really well with this movie i think that makes this movie work like even better than i remembered it working is that he is like an awful person but like the movie really plays with the fact that like because he's really charming and like charismatic and likable he gets away with a lot of like the bad mm -hmm. shit that he does and, and it's, so it's not playing it up as if like he does some he like knocks the books out of some nerd's hand yeah. and then he like charmingly smiles and then he like gives a thumbs up to the camera it's like, like shitty to his girlfriend yeah it's, he just like enables like, bad he like he, he he's yeah. the guy who like always inspires kind of bad behavior but never like directly does it he just yeah. kind of like, like like when we find it's out later like, that not he, great yeah well like here's the thing too and i think they kind of imply this in the movie like a little bit that like you know like it is high school and like he he's he's it's implied, at least I think, that obviously it's wrong what he does, like when he helps them bully his best friend. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also like a little bit of a thing where it, it it kind of shows that he's also doing it a little bit out of like a out of like a pressure thing because isn't mm -hmm. his dad the coach of the basketball team or the football yeah. team? Yeah, and so it's kind of implied early on that he kind of feels like don't get me wrong, he's still a bad person, and like especially the things he goes on to do in this movie don't excuse that behavior but i do think it doesn't just paint him as like a mustache twirling like douchebag yeah. it just shows that he was already like it just kind of shows how him making a few decisions led to him becoming like a worse person in a way that's and totally believable for high school he's, he's not like running around trying to get like the principal that kicked him out of school or shit like that he's like charming enough that you can understand why the main character used to like being friends with him totally i think that's another thing about this movie that works really well is the dynamic of like jason dolly's character liking the friends that he has now but obviously missing the two people that he grew up with and like specifically like obviously he has like a he has a crush on um on stephanie because that's like a whole a whole part of the movie but in particular it's like it's interesting to me that like you totally buy that he does certain things to help them because they're like they're his friends and he wants to like get back to being friends with them and even like he because there's a little bit of like the whole like popularity doesn't matter like as long as you're like around people who are like good and like you like being around um but it's not as like over the top and unnecessary as it is in a lot of disney channel movies like the popular kids of this movie are kind of mean but they're not like so insanely cruel like in some of them where they're like out here like like forging emails to make it look like they're like, like cheating on their significant I mean, the other or whatever thing was pretty bad but the which one? Oh well yeah i mean no they're not good but my point is is like it's all stuff that is like it's like okay this is like at least a little bit more believable than like somebody's Does trying to take to no again <laughs> homeschooled <laughs> but uh, why do you think he your was parents didn't hang you up on a statue yeah. outside <laughs> by, by my underwear he no, was trying not. to avoid being skewered on the horns of a longhorn or whatever yeah um but no what i guess what i mean specifically is like it all feels like stuff that like you know how like in radio rebel the main villain's whole arc of that movie is that she's I'd really jealous not. 
of of but like i guess my point is this is not like some nonsense where it's like i'm jealous of this person's podcast so i'm gonna create a wacky scheme to sabotage their people podcast. are always a, doing that to me it's just a bunch of dumb it's just a bunch of popular yeah ivan you gotta stop we're trying well, to ruin your podcast yeah i think talking about this like the character stuff i think we should also talk about the introduction of my favorite character in the movie which is zeke Zeke, Zeke the star of Minutemen. Zeke is amazing. Totally I mean, like, cool person. He, he's so funny. And like that line when they're all talking about like, and he says just like some random quantum physics shit, and they look at him and he goes, "Yeah, Mongo Reed." I was like, "All right." Maybe. <laughs> I you also like that doing. he's a foot taller than everyone oh. in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and Bron has always been a foot taller than everyone in his vicinity since he's, he was born. He's, it's an optical illusion. He's always taller than everyone. But like, how they shot the Hobbit. Yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's literally like, he's and also for him to play massive. like the grumpy bad boy in this when like he almost exclusively plays like the tall nervous nerd is just totally. Yeah. I, I really such an enjoy, choice. I really enjoy him because he's like, he's a character that I've encountered a lot of times, <laughs> um, like as a real person where he's kind of a a like real sweetheart but he's also like a moody punk and i really enjoy uh seeing that character his freaking like baggy jeans and sleeveless t-shirts for some reason and he's like a teen but he knows how to build a motorcycle <laughs> yeah what a guy yeah it, it's it's good like it pretty much every character in this movie is like a like a heightened caricature to a degree but they're all like still like human but not they like, have, like cringy emotion. or like corny or like honestly well that's not, the like, thing disney channel way like like zeke is like like he's like quiet and like kind of perceived as being like like a like a asshole or whatever but he's like a nice dude like he shows plenty of times that like for example when later on when um eugene von hosenberg <laughs> whose name i remember very well from just seeing this movie all the time when i was younger is it when they, hosenberg or hoserberg it was hoserberg you're right oh i didn't recognize realize oh man i yeah, you called I've, me out i just Yikes. defeated you exposed destroyed by facts and logic mm -hmm. um debate me <laughs> it's hoserberg changed my mind um but uh but he like you know he sees that kid get bullied and he doesn't even know the kid that's like one of the things that he's like we got to go back in time and like stop this kid from from getting bullied by these by these jerks for no reason um and so basically um to introduce i guess the whole point of the movie is that virgil like wishes he was still popular or like was with his old friends still but like he still likes charlie uh, it's just, you know, also, too, Charlie is, like, 14 years old, and he's 18, so, like, understandably, he would want to okay, hang out with people who don't Okay, they insinuate that they, that, like, Charlie was kind of his only friend for, like, three years. Oh, they definitely do. But then, they, also, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, <laughs> it also just seems like he just met Charlie. Like, not, like, best friends, like, your only friend for, like, three years. I don't know. You I know, think, like I think, he's like. I yeah. feel like he's way more loyal to like Derek and Stephanie, which is like, of yeah, course, that's kind of true. Loyal to your own I think, friends, but, but I he's think, like I think, way more like loyal to them. I but think part of it I is don't like think I, that I think the three-year time jump does this movie many favors. 
Yeah, I, I think know. it would work better if it was at it least a smaller like amount of time. I think it, I think it should have been a smaller amount of time. But I because will three say... years seems like the the amount of time that you'll probably be over that kind of thing, right? right? I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, if, it's like, even if you're still he like keeps talking about it and everyone's like yeah, literally but, what are you talking about but we're even if you're still him. like like made fun of or, or whatever about it you're probably not still wishing you were friends with those people right i mean no but i think i think the reason i i actually kind of don't agree i think i think the time gap maybe didn't need to be three years but i think I think that totally makes sense because when you're in high school, like everything is the most important thing. And also too, it's established early on that like those weren't just like two people he was friends with. Those were like the people he grew up with. Like he has known them for most of his life. Like him and Derek grew up together and him and Stephanie grew up together. And if as far as he knows in his mind, the way he's rationalized it because he thinks him and Derek are still like quote unquote friends. They just like don't talk that much anymore mm-hmm. is that Derek didn't bully him. He doesn't know that that happened. So he still has the loyalty there because it's like he's known them for so long. That's why, like, to me, and when he, in regards to, like, his loyalty to Charlie, I think he's, I mean, like, I think part of the point of this movie is him learning to, like, not be embarrassed by the fact that he hangs out with Charlie. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think, I don't think that's to say that he isn't, like, best friends with him or whatever. I just think. That but this I don't point know. in time, I just kept like forgetting. Like while we were watching the movie, I was like, "Oh wait, they've been friends for like three years." Yeah, they're and not just finished. like people who were forced together by circumstance. Sure. They're best friends. But I mean, they were people who were forced together by circumstance, and then that turned into like obviously Charlie is more friends with Virgil than Virgil is friends. Or I'm sorry, yeah. Charlie considers yeah. Virgil his best friend more than Virgil would consider Charlie to be his best friend. Yeah, like I would say, I think that's a fair. Yeah. Um, and I think part of this movie is him learning, oh, it was stupid and like it's it's wrong of me to like not appreciate the friendships that I have that are actually real solid friendships, which I think is like a pretty I don't know, yeah. I think that I think that happens in high school. Like you have people that you don't or I feel like everyone in high school has like people that they think they're friends with and they find out like that person is actually kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of learn to appreciate your actual friends a little bit. More also, um, he has a cat named Albert Feline Stein, which is who, great. Who he really, I feel like he really pronounces it every time he says which, it. Which, by the way, has to be. I just realized this because there's a lot of Back to the Future talk in this movie. They they name drop Back to the Future, um, and and there's a direct totally, homage scene. Yeah, with, that's what I'm talking about. The cat has to be. Has to because isn't his dog's name Einstein in that movie? Isn't oh yeah, dog, yeah. And and they send the cat through the time machine first, and it comes out covered in snow, which is what happens to oh. Einstein in Back to the Future. I just just realized that I didn't actually put that together until just now. Well, and also, um, this is not related to Back to the Future, but I also want to talk about How the team where <laughs> where they bring Zeke into the house. Um, to talk yeah. about like building the time machine, <laughs> yeah. And then there's this little girl oh who my God. gives so the funny. performance of a lifetime, and she's oh like, yeah, she comes she's in so with the good. intention of flirting with a new boy. So she's like, "Ew, it's Charlie, and this guy's gross." <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you? She's she's so funny in this movie. Yeah, for literally she makes two no appearances, reason. but it's really like she should be fourth build, third build. She's, probably. she's probably like. 
and that just kind of speaks i feel like to this movie's overall strength is that like that small of a character isn't like annoying and any other movie that care like every other little sibling in these movies is the most annoying like nothing character and she's a nothing character but her one bit is pretty funny every time they yeah. repeat it like when he, when she comes back over or when Derek and Stephanie are over and she's like and she's like ooh you're Derek or whatever and she's like you're a good football player and she's like well except for that game you you botched the other day <laughs> um, yeah it's pretty good you fucking it, screw up your mother doesn't love you and yeah Derek's like, like it's oh man yeah Derek Derek's just being a being a tool but anyway I also, so Charlie oh, I also wrote down in my notes that charlie said it's cocktail sauce and wrote that the, the um line reading was really good but i don't <laughs> remember how he said it because yeah because i remember because he's saying you figured out how to he said you figured out how to power your house on tartar sauce and he just goes like it's cocktail sauce <laughs> um it's, I, it's I, pretty good I don't, it's kind of, I, since we, we watched this movie a few days ago, cause uh, we had to push back the recording a couple times, but I had, I noticed when I was watching this and I, I said this to you all the other day when we talked that I noticed a lot of like, I think it's just because I've been watching too much Seinfeld and I'm recognizing patterns of it, but there are occasionally like, like jokes that reminded me of things they would do in that. And of course I can't remember any of them now. Cause I haven't seen this movie in like six days. Oh no. Oh yeah. no! What a shame! What, what a shame! We can't do the Seinfeld Minuteman crossover. We've yeah. all been waiting. But I remember but, um, you guys did the bit, and it lasted probably five to ten minutes. We, <laughs> yeah, we we, we, we did, did it off air for the sake of the listeners. We did we did the bit. It was a pretty good bit. Wasn't yeah. the worst bit. Uh, but anyway, so basically, Charlie um, has invented a time travel machine. And they need someone to build it. So that's how they get Zeke to come in and build the machine. Um, they basically go and their first thing they're going to do is, um, and they also, they have to dress in like, like snowsuits and parkas and shit because yeah. well, not like they're tr- not, not, not the iconic uniform they get later. Um, is it and like they, cold or something? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. It's because when they travel through time, it's like freezing cold. That's why the cat comes back like covered in snow. <laughs> um, oh. Duh. That makes sense. So, so they, um, so they, so they go through and like that's these, called like, kind of, world building. Yeah, <laughs> that's called that's called nuanced storytelling. See, see um, Appendix Three. Yeah, it's it's Chekhov's snowsuit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, so it's really they, Chekhov's cold cat. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's so they fair. build a time machine. Mm-hmm. They build yeah. a time machine. They go back in time. The first thing they do is try to buy a lottery ticket, um, and they get a one of like those like robot man street performers to go in again and buy him. He's great. It reminded me of Hot Fuzz, how like they keep getting mad because of all of, like the the gold man who stands outside of their fountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so they go in. They're too old. They're too young to get the to get the ticket, um, which doesn't make sense because isn't Jason Dolly eighteen? Because he's about to graduate high school, maybe or maybe he's, he's not. 17. I mean, he might still be seventeen. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't turn eighteen until like the summer after high school. Like, I, it's fully possible he's not eighteen yet. Yeah, I, yeah, and I forget. I forget. It jumps from the first day of high school, so he would have been. He was probably fourteen then, and then he's seventeen. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so he, they, they go and ask the, the metal 
street performer man yeah. to buy um to buy them lottery tickets and then they go back to to the present and um they see on the news them saying that uh, ro- robot man has won the lottery which yeah. i really appreciated it's it's pretty great he shows back up later too as like a ri- he's like, and it's so funny to me because he's he's still doing the street performer thing but now he's like a millionaire <laughs> so he still it is like, like it also was like a a nice like easy way for them to be like they're not gonna solve like real world issues totally yeah like, i want to win the lottery and charlie's like no that's cheating yeah which is a great thing about this movie is that and at the end it gets a little like it does eventually devolve into the world could end but it, it's still you know yeah it, but not because like they intervened in like wars or like, yeah the, the, the stakes are very low just for regular science reasons it's it's all it's all high school stuff like that's all they care about which i think is really like refreshing like this movie has a pretty good sense of like scale like everything is pretty like low stakes for the most part or like appropriate stakes for the movie like it's all just high school stuff and the for most of the movie the worst thing you think that can happen is they like go back in time and like mess up something like you know which happens like it's it's not it's never like like, oh my god they're gonna die yeah even when it's there's like a you know the cia shows up and there's a black hole and stuff or whatever you know you can imagine that um oh, that's a great joke by the way is towards the end of the movie when all of the government officials hold out their badges and the one guy goes in he's like department of utilities and wait and wait so he holds up like a little like piece of paper and jason dolly goes hey maybe also next that time man from napoleon dynamite oh my that god man. <laughs> that man. Boyfriend in napoleon dynamite <laughs> oh, you're right. That's all I have to say I, about that. I totally did not uh, did not recognize him. Well, that's, that's the, so the after this, they realize like, oh, we should like start helping people, and the first person they help is Chester. I've, I've said this a lot, oh, but this is actually my let's favorite character. Not forget that Sharpay is also uh, she. She somehow shows up to their. Um, their club and right. starts also being a time traveler. And she is obsessed oh with Carly is. <laughs> oh, it's okay, so good. Okay, that's weird, right? Because she's at least three years older? I don't know. I don't think... I think the implication is that her and Charlie are, like, closer in the same age. I don't think they're implying... Well, they I don't need think to she, make that a little more clear, though. I agree. It was a little weird, but I don't think, like... I mean, they're both in high school, and he is four. I don't know. It's like, weird, it but it probably I, wasn't weird because, like, it can't have been weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I don't. I don't. It weird. Well, and it's also too like it's it's a very non like it's so innocent like and it's so not like it's just like a little crush or whatever like it's really not. You yeah, know, it's just one of those. Alert! They kiss. They do. They kiss twice. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I thought that was a little strange this time around, but also too, I was like. I mean, if the other characters in this movie are 17 and he's, like, 14, about to be 15, like, that's weird, but I'm sure people in high school have dated like that plenty of times. Um, Plus, in in a world where time travel exists. No, I know, but... (laughs) I mean, that is a thing. I mean, it... No, I know it's a thing. It's still gross, though. Sure. So, Sharpay joins the... But I think think it helps the... 
like I guess my point is is it would be a lot grosser I think in the movie if if like the roles were flipped if it was like a fourteen year old girl and like a seventeen yeah, that'd be year old weird. Don't boy. put that in the movie. Well, of course. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but I guess specifically, I mean, like, it is weird. But their their like courtship in this movie or whatever the fuck it is is like so innocent and non like. It's I it, it it is a little weird though. I I agree. Uh, it's kind of like in Clueless. I was rewatching Clueless and I forgot that her and Paul, uh, Alicia Silverstone and Paul Rudd are, are, are siblings. And is, I was like, wait. Is that actress also in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? What? Possibly. Uh, maybe? <laughs> that is a real um, possibility. No. Uh, I don't think oh, so. Oh, yes, yes, she was. She was in one episode. She was the, <laughs> one of the fashion police. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Uh, oh, I also so, she was also in the Mindy Project to, to I was, okay, I was gonna not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I know her from. She plays Mindy's neighbor in an episode of the Mindy Project. Um she she, she's, her boyfriend and Mindy says she's not ready anyway. She's really she was really funny too, I thought. She has a great line that I really liked because it to me rang true of like a high, a very high school thing to say where they're talking about back to the future. She goes, Oh, I love Back to the Future. Never seen it though. <laughs> Which yeah, is like so funny, um, but yeah, she so, like finds them basically. Yeah, and then she gives them the iconic snowsuits because her dad happens to own the ski store or whatever. Yeah. Um, so explain that away, I guess. But like they see <laughs> Chester, another another plot hole filled. Yeah, they see Chester, um, my favorite character, who in a really so disturbing cool. scene. We see inside of a vending machine oh, and the okay. principal sort of callously ignoring this and actually tries to get Not snacks even the out of He's the vice principal. Yeah. It's like, what oh, okay. Yeah. The, the vice principal, the VP, tries to get candy. But that's just the setup. And then they see him getting relentlessly bullied by having his clothes Drew stolen Jackson, from VP. the locker room. And so they're like, okay, I guess we got to help this kid. Like, this is the path we're taking, the honorable path we're taking now. So. <laughs> They go back in time, and instead of having his clothes get stolen, but they give him oh my god, a it's cool new outfit, and which it is looks so dumb. <laughs> uh, the sky is looking like <laughs> also turns him into a complete getup. asshole. Yeah, it changes him. It changes dressed, his brain on a chemical level. He's dressed like um like he's making one of those super hot fire fake rat. Like he like it like it's just <laughs> it's so silly. But it's really funny, like that that actor. The thing I really like about that character is that even as he turns into like a jerk, he still talks the exact same way. And the voice that he <laughs> yeah, does he's for still that a character, nerd. he's just me. The voice he does for that character is hilarious. Like it's it it's like um uh Cookie from from Ned's Declassified. That's like what he I was gonna kind say. I don't know why you're reminding me of Cookie. <laughs> um, because he's a very Cookie esque character. Like he's very nerdy. Um, also, fun fact: this guy has like actually like a pretty good career now. He was in all three of the Maze Runner movies, and he's got a lot of oh stuff coming out soon. So good for him! Wow. Um, I hope he uses the same voice. <laughs> oh, same. I hope that's, that's just his actual voice. Yeah. Um, but so so basically, they they decide they're going to go back in time because see a big thing with this movie, which I thought this was pretty funny, was that like the vice principal's whole thing is basically like. This is a very Dean from Community kind of thing, where his whole thing is like he doesn't want to upset the status quo, so he just lets students get bullied openly because that's <laughs> yeah. how the food chain works. 
which is like really dark for a Disney movie, but it's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny joke in the moment. Oh yeah, and because he keeps like mentioning it, like when he's he sees... like, "I would love to help you right now, but it would yeah. affect the the whole hierarchy." Exactly, and that's why he hate. That's the, even the reason he doesn't like the Minutemen in this movie, who are appropriately dubbed snowsuit guys. Which is funny because I appreciate that they keep trying to be like, "Hey, tell everybody we're the Minutemen," and they're like, "It's the snowsuit guys." <laughs> Yeah, they try um, to tell them that, but the students are like, we're not going to call you that because that suggests the history of colonialism. And it's a Star-Lord joke from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it, yeah. it's that joke, which is, it's it, it was it's pretty funny in this movie. But basically, yeah. so they go back in time and they start like saving all of the, um, they start saving all of like the people who are getting bullied from the bullies. And yeah. as a result of doing that, it messes with like, with like the time field, and basically right. all of those people start becoming uh, bullies themselves, and the bullies become like like super afraid of them, which is very funny in a scene later on where they talking to Chester, and he's like cowering talking to him. Yeah, um, I forget what he says, but he's like <laughs> the the remember. bully, the bro Chad bully is like you chester you need to stop bully or whatever like stop talking to us like that and chester yeah. is like shut up dirt ball <laughs> it sounds like it That's sounds Josh's like dream. <laughs> it sounds like did y'all ever see that um that key and peel skit about um about uh family matters yeah where, like where like Steve Urkel like comes in and like murders uh, Reginald Bell Johnson <laughs> before he, but because he's trying to get him written out of the show, it, it was very much yeah. that scene where he's just doing this super dumb voice and everyone's like terrified of him. Yeah, um, well, and then um, so while they're doing all this with the hundred montages with random pop songs, um, we like I guess that starts messing everything up and then that's when the government and stuff like starts noticing things yeah and they show that and through this, montage yeah and this element oh i guess but i this element i hated like i actually did not like it doesn't work very well i agree because it does it doesn't match up with anything and then it changes the goals of the characters so drastically yeah to where it's only like tangentially related to their plights it's yeah it's not it's like how, how do we make an action set piece whatever for yeah the, right. and it's not even movie. really their fault it was just the concept of a time machine caused these issues and not anything they really did yeah, it's not even like yeah, yeah, yeah but i will say i think and I then think the, the solution main... is like getting a thing into a portal or whatever. right yeah I think the main issue with it for me like is the, more so. This is like the original um, Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's, there's a giant sky beam. Um, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't particularly have an issue with like. I, the thing is, I think both of those storylines, like individually, could work pretty well. I just don't think they do a good job of blending them because even once and the. I will say, I think that the the. Um, characters that are like government agents are mostly pretty good too oh no they are good they're all pretty funny um that's that's kind of what doesn't stop it from like going off the rails for me personally with that is because i think it is still so goofy and like not really that serious like like he he they tell him they're like you have to stop time traveling and he's just like 
yeah, but I have to keep helping uh, my friends. So no. So he just right. like, yeah, doesn't even I, care. He just keeps doing like, it. If you keep time traveling, the world will most likely collapse. He's like, okay, but I I told Derek that I was going to do this. So. <laughs> yeah. And it's really fun. It's, I like, I'm sorry. I, like, I just, you know, I already told him. <laughs> I just like, I, cause you know, it's one of those things where like, that would be the dumbest thing in the world. And like any other movie with like real adults, but because it's in high school and they're like 17 years old, it like is kind of believable to me that he would not really believe that that could happen. <laughs> like he's right, like, no, so, the world's not going to end. <laughs> so just to like like cover something, I guess um, Stephanie gets like this scholarship to a fake school, and then yeah. he like helps her out by going back in time and stopping her falling from the cheerleading she competition. Gets, she gets a cheerleading scholarship, and then she. Yeah. Like, then they just cut to the next day and you just see her in like this huge cast. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a pretty Dolly good cut. And just kind of shrugs her shoulders. <laughs> And so, so he goes back in time to stop that, which causes like all these issues, which is where I thought this movie was going. Like I thought this movie was going, and then he, and then Derek, she finds out um, that it's him because he says something, get out. He says, get out to her. Yeah, and she's like, it, oh, that's clearly, that's clearly Virgil. And she goes to him and she's like, oh, you're like psychic. Says, and he's like, I'm actually Martha. a time traveler. Also, and, I want to talk. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then um, Derek <laughs> so and then Derek finds out and he like eats shit at a at a football game oh, because so Chester runs across the field naked. Oh, that's right. Chester's naked in a lot of this movie. <laughs> and so he so she tells Derek like, "Oh, you should seek out Virgil cuz he can help." I thought this movie was going to be like, "Okay, well, we're going to do start doing all this and then the consequences are going to be like a Rube's gold Berg machine of like terror and like unintended consequences. Yeah. Yeah. And like kind of like final destination. Right. <laughs> like a Rube Goldberg machine of terror. Right. Yeah. And then exactly In theaters like this summer. That was the, ta- that was the tagline for, I think, but none of that actually days. comes to fruition. It, that stuff is stopped dead by the FBI people kicking in the uh, doors, you know, and being like, kind of is. Is. Well, I mean, I think the thing is, is like, I think the plot kind of changes though, because he does go back and stop him, stop the football thing from happening. But what happens after that is Derek is cheating on Stephanie and Jason. Also, I will say this too, for this movie, I thought Jason Dolly and Chelsea Kane actually had like, were actually pretty cute, like as like a, like a romantic leads that I thought they had like pretty good chemistry with each other. They actually seemed like they liked each other in the movie, which doesn't always happen in these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and by these things, I do mean Disney Channel movies. <laughs> um, but like, so the plot becomes less so about like, I do agree. I was a little, in retrospect, I remembered this movie having a lot more like they keep messing up the present by like changing the past. And it does happen a little bit, but it's more, it's a little bit, smaller like it's kind of smaller things like like the um because isn't it like the 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 robot man turns out to be like an asshole like he does something really bad like embezzlement or some shit and then like i think it's kind of cool that it it mostly limits the consequences to relatively small things it's well yeah well because the things that they're doing inherently are so small like like Mm -hmm. they have it's like one of those things where it has an effect on their world and their lives but like the grand 
the the course of history is not inherently changed because of them doing this. Um, but what I liked about the like stuff that happens eventually with with Derek and 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 Virgil and and Stephanie like that arc, which I will say one thing I do think this movie suffers from a little bit, which isn't like an issue because I guess Virgil is the main character, but Charlie and Zeke kind of just disappear for like twenty minutes of this movie. Right. Um, and but basically like um Derek is cheating on uh Stephanie with the girl who made Eugene von Hoserberg uh trip and fall. Which and, is like, a weird thing I'm which I, I if I'm the customer, I want my food. I don't necessarily want to see a yeah, funny prank where my I don't really get I don't really get what the joke was there. Like unless they didn't pay also. Like that might have been a thing. I don't think I ever saw anyone because she just kinda ordered and was like touching his arm the whole time. No one and then, for anything in these movies. Next. That's true. Um <laughs> It was similar to, do you guys remember in Lemonade Mouth all the way back then? No. Isn't there a, there's a food fight that happens when she's singing oh, that one my, song. Uh-huh. Um, right, Feliso. Anyway, but um, but so she found out that, that she's cheating, or he's cheating on her with, um, and and so then he goes and like comforts Stephanie and they have like a, like a, like a nice moment, like of, and it's got like that part where he's like, he goes, he goes, I meant to grab you pistachios because I know how much you like them, but I was in a rush that I accidentally grabbed macaroni. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> grabbed pasta shells. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And then and then she's like, Well, do you have any sauce? And he's like, No, I, I can go get some though. And it's like a I guess that I thought they yeah, had pretty good pretty chemistry. Funny. I thought they had pretty good chemistry with each other. Um I, I laughed at that. And and basically, you know, she's like they're like talking and like obviously it's it's a little weird because the movie kind of makes it seem like Jason Dolly just now realized he had feelings for her, like around the time that Derek cheated on her because like he totally is like into her this entire movie. Like they clearly are like the will they won't they for the whole movie. So I don't really get why towards the end is when he's like, I don't know, man, I think I'm starting to like her. It's like, you liked her from the beginning, (laughs) like of this entire movie. But, um, but is, is, what does Ashley Tisdale do in this movie? She's in this movie, right? No. Was I hallucinating? No, she's not in this movie. Ashley Tisdale's not in this movie. Was I completely uh did you think out Ashley of Tisdale, my literal mind? Did you think Ashley yes. Tisdale was Stephanie? No. Who did you think she was? I think I was hallucinating a whole extra character. <laughs> because I know because you said because you said Sharpay and I kept chat, talking about like, Sharpay and, and nobody like, corrected me. And you said it twice. I thought you were just referring to what's her name, Jeanette. the girl that was doing the yeah the time because she kind of dresses because like, she's she, kind of Sharpay-esque. Yeah, she dresses like Sharpay, but she's not like a Sharpay character. Yeah, that, I, I was I wondering. Feel, okay, so, I feel very shaken up about this. <laughs> I've been, yeah, like, I, I've been I was in I, I I could questioning my connection to reality right now. Well, is there a black? Oh my gosh, did the Minutemen go back in time and remove Ashley Tisdale from this movie? <laughs> That's how I feel right now. I looked um, her in the eye and I said, "Hello, Sharpay from Sharpay's fabulous, fabulous adventure." adventure. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Sharpay and, and Ashley Tisdale, not in this movie. Um, <laughs> neither of them. Neither of them. Neither of them. Not even her dog. No, not even not, e- dog. not even Ryan. Not Ryan, not Chad, Taylor. Not e- yeah. Troy Bolton's not in it. 
Um, but so basically, Derek Derek is like, yeah. Oh, the Corbin Blue did do a song for this. Okay, he, um, <laughs> he did. He did the song that played. Corbin Blue did is on the soundtrack. He made the titular song. He yes, did. He did. No, oh, we're right. gonna end up listing every and, every and, high school and, and Ali and AJ have a song on this movie, like "Whoa." I, I don't know the names. The use of like "Whoa." Oh, it was the music that yeah, the, the, because they use actual for the most part actual songs. The Corbin, I love Disney Channel original movie songs that are like that are like have to be they have to be generic enough for Radio Disney play, but they also have to be specific enough to fit the theme of the movie. So in yeah. this one, it's just Corbin Blue's like. I like got go a second chance. I'm going, I, but he never says going back in time. He's just always <laughs> like, he's just always like, what if you had a chance to redo it? Uh, but you can't. But what if you did? <laughs> um, it's it's so funny. But Imagine so basically, if you will, <laughs> and a picture, if you will, a courtyard. You and I embrace it again. Um, but uh, anyway, so Derek is like. And I don't even understand. See, this is, I will say, Cor- this is the one part of this movie Corbin where we watch. Should- hmm? <laughs> Corbin Blue should host Twilight Zone. Uh, Corbin Blue should host the Twilight Zone. <laughs> wrong. I mean, that would be interesting. So, so they, they run around wearing snowsuits and everybody calls them the snowsuit guys and they get mad and want the, want to be called the Minutemen, but they're called the snow guy um, the name of the movie. But, so um, at the, at this part of the movie, have been Ivan, you're, you're cutting out a lot. I can only hear like every other word. <laughs> Oh I know no! It's <laughs> oh no! He's gone again. Josh is gonna cut this one out too. Yeah, I'm gonna edit but this for, for sure. <laughs> this time, it's not staying oh. in. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh Ivan, it's really oh. it, this is rough. <laughs> Ivan, we can literally hear like one word. Not even. It's like a sound. It's like an <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, there we go. We got a full sound that time. Ooh, a full sound. Oh, there you okay. go. All right. There we go. Are, like we the, back. are we near the end of the movie? We, at this we're, point? we're pretty much. Where we yeah, are we're, no, we're at the movie. end. We've already talked about them being. It's sort of. They get oh, trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, it cuts cutting out again. <laughs> oh, boy. Well. <laughs> I can uh, imagine what he's saying. It's there's so, there's it, kind it, of see, a tense scene where an FBI agent <laughs> talks to. Uh... I'm sorry, Ivan. We can't tell if you've been talking the whole time. It just fully cut. Like we couldn't hear you, and then it fully cut in with like you mid sentence. Yeah. Just pushing on, ignoring you, laughing at me because that's bullying. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, sometimes yeah. I just talk like a, a robot that's barely connected to to my power source, and that's yeah. <laughs> that is cool. Um, that is, I think it's, it's cool. It's cool, cool and neat aesthetic. But yeah, so at this point of the movie, Derek I is am a cyberpunk. Sure. Well, but when you're the end of the seven. movie, right? They go back in time. 
to the yeah, beginning. we're at the very end because 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 so to catch everyone up, Derek has cheated on Stephanie. Ver, he asked Virgil to go back in time and stop Stephanie from finding out, which is funny because he doesn't he explicitly does not say he, stop he me from doing it. Yeah, he right. says some nonsense about how like he will never do it again or whatever, kind of. But then he's like, "You don't understand how hard it is being popular. You have to cheat." So, yeah, <laughs> um, it's like a very weird, which is kind of why like I don't even get why Virgil like goes for it at all, because it's like, dude, like you should be entirely against this guy at this point. Which again, like this is the only time for me that his loyalty to Derek doesn't make sense because yeah. it shouldn't yeah. take. It shouldn't take having to see that he was the one who originally started your bullying to be like, Oh, my friend who cheated on a girl that I've been also friends with for the same amount of time right, and like really care about. And he was doing it like in front of me. Cause they're at a party together and Virgil sees him like Derek, like making fuck eyes at this girl. Cause they're like, yeah, the- his eyes like fly out of his head. Like a cartoon. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's like a Bugs Bunny he, cartoon. He puts on, he puts on glasses that fog up and mm-hmm. then when he has a little windshield wiper to wipe the yeah. fog off what's and left it, is the word fuck written in fog yeah. <laughs> that and really like, happens in this in, movie which is bad prove me wrong <laughs> prove me wrong <laughs> change my mind and then they're like okay these kids have to go back in time and save us all <laughs> And Ivan's like actually clever. My favorite clever. scenes in the movie were the ones that I apparently hallucinated with Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> yeah, Ivan's Ivan's like sitting in his booth and it just says Ashley Tisdale is admitted and changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think there's anything you can do to to tell me because what I was thinking was it was weird how not connected to the rest of the plot she was. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I did. Were you just also watching like high school musical at the same time? Yeah, and then you kept... was like a static picture of Ashley. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. I think I, was like, I, I, was like, I do have a framed I do have a framed painting of Ashley Tisdale that hangs directly above my TV. Yeah. Um, and do. it's it's a little bit holographic. Yeah. So when I move my head, it's like she's moving. So um, I think that's what I was thinking of. That makes sense. That's understandable. Um, okay, but yeah, so, so the government. I do have to speak to one really clever thing that I liked about the whole ending sequence, which is the well, the setups and payoffs are actually like work out pretty well. Usually, because Disney Channel movies do not have any setups and payoffs that work at all, and this movie has a few that do work, but. The thought, the thing I was really thought was clever in this sequence that I wasn't a huge fan of was like the fact that the rocket car, the first time we see it, is actually the first time that stuff interacted with like yeah. time. And coincidentally, that happens to be the moment where their lives changed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's like, even if it didn't involve time travel directly, like one element of the time machine led them back to like that diversion and i yeah. thought that yeah. was kind of cool and virgil wants to go back and and stop uh stop charlie from like ruining his chance of being popular popular yeah, right. um, but yeah. then 
Charlie's like, hey, we we're friends because we got hung up by a a giant statue of a terrifying goat. Yeah. Um, and so then a they decide pillow. not to, not to go back and change. Yeah. It. I think my issue though is to get to that moment, there's a lot of like random bullshit that's like a lot of excuses to sort of get to that moment. A yeah, that's kind of true. I felt like, for, but for, it kind of works. Get, to get to what to get to which to get to which moment there to get to them excuses. like seeing the football game or like the practice and like all that and then like Charlie giving that heartfelt. Sort well, but of, that that happened. I might be misremembering, but doesn't that happen before they go into the portal? Because Jason Dolly is planning on doing it, and he the only reason he doesn't do it isn't that because, um he is from a distance and he sees he like waits long enough to see Derek pull out the lipstick and be like, Hey, what if we put this on him? Which I don't know how he missed that during like, how did he not hear that the first time? Cause he says it to the group of people he's in. Oh yeah. yeah. I just mean like the mechanisms of the story to get yeah. to that moment was a yeah. lot. Seemed pretty like it's a little convenient. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It's what, no, totally. Like, it's, you know, at the we end of the day. We have to walk even, back from the edge about thinking about these too hard sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing is, like, with this movie in particular, because I liked it so much growing up, I was constantly expecting to, like, hate it. But, like, that, you know, those kind of things are just, those little, like, nice, like, or conveniences and, like, coincidences are just, like, all over these movies because they're, you know they're written by like a by like a factory <laughs> like they're they, not they need to hit the the parts that they need to do. yeah they're, they're they're they've got their the structure they gotta they gotta get through and everybody's gotta learn that the real friends are the ones you get wedgies with um but so yeah. so Which is why that, after every episode we go and get wedgies together but you guys we can't do. do that because of quarantine and that really puts a strain on our friendship yeah, yeah. Um, so so Der- or Virgil goes to the dance because this all takes place like at a dance with um, with Stephanie and they have like a, a, a couple of, of, of good moments of them like dancing and they win they win um, prom king and queen or whatever. And, there has to be um, a prom king in this, of course. Oh yeah, there's like, got to be. Yeah, that's and it's an, the an prom important. queen is the ra- prom queen is Radio Rebel again. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god! Please stop making me think about Radio and, Rebel. And um, and they have like a they have like a good little like exchange uh, where they're like they say something along the lines of like it's funny how someone you can know someone your whole life and then like all of the sudden like things are just different. Which I think is like a cool, like you know, again, it's not amazing, but con- considering how how awful most of the romance like plot lines in these movies are, I was like, this is at least somewhat interesting. And, yeah, like, the characters have, have good chemistry. <laughs> I I like. I think I think it's. I think their romantic arc is like totally fine. Like it's pretty cute, and I think they they sell it better than it should work. But like they they deliver. They play that scene pretty well. Like you know, it's dramatic. Obviously, no one talks like that. Nobody. You know, it's that fun, like, thing that I, they don't do in a lot of Disney Channel movies, but they do this in a lot of romantic comedies where, like, the two leads who haven't been together the whole movie have to slow dance for whatever reason. And then yeah. during that time, they start, like, talking really quietly and, like, <laughs> to each other about how much they actually like each other. 
Yeah. Um, and then Derek is like, hey, come on, we gotta go do the thing. Oh, Not being conspicuous on, forget about at all. It. And then I think we can on. race through. Yeah, then the, we then the we go through the, the end of the movie. Um, Wait, sorry, really they... quick. Steph and, Steph and Virgil are crowned fucking like prom king and queen or whatever. And she's like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, that's so crazy. And he's like, no, I made sure that we won. I stuffed the ballot <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, And I'm like, yeah. wait. Yeah, I, I kind of like that as a, I that thought, is cool. I it was funny. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, of course, but I stuffed just the ballot like, box. He, he, he doesn't care. He's a cool <laughs> time I feel travel like that man. Come back for like the rest of the movie. Like that was the well, peak yeah. of like, oh, he's evil, evil. But then, <laughs> wait. But then he like, and does, also, like, but then I he think, like does the right thing. I, yeah. Then, right. He's like I tempted think, to not do the right thing, like, but I think, like he's tempted to like, I don't know. I think that was more of a throwaway gag than anything else. I don't think that was supposed to but be the like. The implications are crazy because <laughs> yeah, there's no, also because like everyone that, like, is like. Well, no, he says he's still always... where they're realizing that like their actions in the past had like consequences and like oh they turned Chester the nerd into like an asshole and now it's like oh your time and like up to this point they were doing like their you know their little snowsuit guy stuff where it's like they're helping other people they don't even like change things for themselves yeah they like and go back like in time to that, give like, somebody a tissue before they sneeze well but he was yeah, like, like, like squeegee their drool off the but in desk. all fairness he was trying to use it for his own purposes from the beginning like that charlie That's had true. to stop him yeah, and also too does, at this and point also that insinuates that like he did it without charlie and without charlie and zeke because they wouldn't have let him i think that's definitely what the implication is because you got to remember at this point he doesn't he's not a part of the plot to like stop the world from ending i don't even know if he knows it's happening yet i think he probably i think he does yeah so like him him and derek are the ones who are doing their plot still and then eventually he walks into the other one and also too i think he did because didn't he say he only stuffed his ballot box he didn't stuff hers because she just won anyways Yeah, yeah probably um but yeah it, it is a little but i think you know it's just i feel like that i i just feel like that would have led to something like bigger like he had to like confront his own selfishness or something but then it was yeah. a disney channel movie and there's like four minutes left so yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. which which i will say but boy what a, a good moment, four minutes right uh, a yeah. moment a moment at the end that i actually thought i, I actually really liked was um was like during the whole like heartfelt speech thing but I, I I liked that Virgil is like when they go back to that first day when everything like the rocket car and like it changed both of their lives or whatever, and he's like, "Oh come on, like I hate this day. This is like the worst day of my life." Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, "Well, that's actually the best day of my life because this is like the first time in my life I ever had like an actual friend." Yeah, which I think nice. is like, which I think is like a pretty good moment that the movie like earns pretty well, and I think that's what is part of what makes Virgil realize he's being an asshole is like, yeah, it's is, pretty good. Is, is him being like, you know, Oh, you know, cause again, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, he, of course he's selfish and self-centered. He's, he's in high school. That's the whole, that's the, and I like that seeing, I thought it was cool seeing that both of them had such a different perspective on what happened that day where mm-hmm. like for Jason Dolly, that was like the worst day, like ended what he thought was like the supposed to be the best time of his life. And then for Charlie, that was like, oh, this is the first time I've ever had somebody who's like actually my friend. Um, yeah, and, and then, also, too, 
And also, too, keep in mind, by the way, further proof that Derek was a jerk from the beginning is Derek throws the football at Charlie that knocks him out of the game. <laughs> and Virgil is like, hey, like, maybe don't. Like, he's fine. He's a little kid. And he's like, he's like, he's 11 years old or whatever the fuck. And, um, and, and then he throws a football at this child's head. And he, and a, he's good at it. Um, he's, he's got a he's got a great arm. Derek, he's got a great arm. He's got a lot of potential. Derek really is going to draft high. I think. Yeah, um, I I think this season, um, my top pick would be um, Robot Man, but Derek mm. is a close second. Yeah, Robot Man's a little bit better of like an all around player. He's he he if if he needs to switch to defense on the fly, he can. Um, Ever since he won the lottery, player. he just doesn't have that like need to need to succeed you know that's what the that's what the that's what the documentary series the last dance was about right it was about the robot man Mm -hmm. the robot dance yeah yeah the the last robot dance (laughs) well i want to talk about the last four minutes as we say because i love this narrative thing that time travel movies do where it's like or sci-fi hollywood movies do a lot which is the care the main characters went through something that nobody else even knows about yeah and like i love that i which is it's like the stuff hollywood does best i think and it's in this movie yeah now i've got to disagree here i think it's cowardly (laughs) um (laughs) i i think that any movie like this that has a crazy science fiction device that is secret. I think it should be exposed and continue to exist at the end of the movie because it's not like they're going to make a sequel and it's messed up. I think it's more fun if they just like time travel exists now in this alternate reality based on Minutemen. We learned learned in the movie that Charlie learns how to teleport mm-hmm. <laughs> right i hate or that he comes though. up with an idea involving teleportation that's like i mean it was whatever it was it was it was it was silly but i also this movie never got a sequel and i don't think it was supposed to so like it, it it's more of like and they they immediately <laughs> well no i'm saying like this he when he says that they immediately like cover they're like shut up like no you're not doing any more shit that's gonna destroy yeah. the whole universe i think the um, way that this movie should have ended was a portal, showed a, up. a portal opens up and of course Sharpay steps out, but also <laughs> the, um, the, God. the dog with a mouth on its neck from, uh, <laughs> that scary movie we watched with the sandwich. Um, and what? Uh, <laughs> what Was it the alien about? one? Yeah. Oh, can of, can of, worms. of worms. Oh, I hated that. Movie. <laughs> oh, the dog with the pair of lips. I think the, 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 the dog played by um, the dude from fucking Clockwork Orange. <laughs> the, the lip dog should have been in this movie at the very end and been like, we're putting together an initiative for like a cool super team should he, though? Should he have done no that? I, yeah. i'm glad that didn't happen no that would have been the lip dog i it, hated that dog. it would have been so ahead of its time too because it, <laughs> it would have been before um oh yeah this came out the same year like the same year as iron man one did didn't it? yeah Damn. wow think about how different history wow, would yeah, be i guess <laughs> so that's the end of Minutemen, and i want um yeah josh go, continue with what you were talking about before we all interrupted you <laughs> Oh no, that was it. I didn't. I didn't really. Oh, okay. Else, you know? I, I like. 
I think so. Speaking on the end, really quickly, then I liked a few of the things I liked. One, I do like that. I like that. Um, Virgil immediately like it's like fuck you, Derek. <laughs> like as soon as he gets back, he walks into that building and he's like, "Oh, you have to go cheat on your fucking girlfriends." <laughs> and um, and then he like reveals that he knew about the lipstick, which Derek just immediately is like. You were always going to be a loser, Virgil. And Virgil's like, and you were always going to be a jerk, Derek. And Derek is like, he is stunned. Derek. He cannot come whoa. back, Derek. He's, he literally is like, whoa, 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 what? And then the thing that I thought was a little strange, and this is always an issue I have with um, time travel movies. Sometimes this movie has the same ending as The Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. We're okay. like, we're like, we're like, the main romantic couple of the movie like went through this whole thing that led to them falling in love and then at the very end all of that is undone so then the dude just has to be like just has like i don't even know like what is his plan here yeah to get back together with 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 stephanie because she's still dating uh derek and so what is he going to be like oh hey um he's cheating on you you should get together with me (laughs) but I, i i guess the implication is that he just goes and starts talking to her and like actually makes an effort to to show interest in and 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 being interested in her, um, and then at the and then Zeke goes and flirts with two girls in the library. I am obsessed with Zeke's two groupies. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. I it's I, so I really funny. love. I, he I love Zeke it. in general. And and Charlie, because um, earlier in the movie, Charlie and the girl who likes him kiss like right before they go into the portal, and so at the end of this movie, they see each other, and he just like kisses. Her. <laughs> yeah like, she says she calls him she keeps calling him like different kinds of birds for yeah. some reason that i don't remember and so she calls she, him like hum- hummingbird or whatever yeah, and yeah. He's like, what's up pumpkin and then they kiss and they're both so little yeah and then, and both, then they they cast very tiny people to play both roles oh yeah but she's way taller than he is in this movie yeah that's so, like, so like and so he like so they kiss and then she like walks away like really stunned he's and, like what and, and zeke is like dude that never happened she doesn't you, remember you, you kissing little freak, you little weirdo. And, and, and then he has this look on her face that's that's like she's like uh, stunned and then she walks out and she's like hell yeah <laughs> yeah she's like hell yeah i kissed that child it's yeah it's um, okay. And that's, oh, the, and that's that's the end of the movie. Oh, also, something I did want to say that I meant to bring up earlier. Um, for a Disney Channel original movie, they're not groundbreaking, but I didn't think the visual effects were, like, awful in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they were pretty it, decent. It didn't look that bad. They were, they, they were pretty good. I mean, they're pretty basic effects. There's really only, like, one main thing they use a few times. But mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was impressed for how bad Disney Channel movies can look with their special effects. Yeah. And that's Minutemen. So um, yeah, I've I've got something interesting to read here. <laughs> is, it, is it an IMDb review? Ecom, April tenth, two thousand eight. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, First of all, I think all decoms are worth giving a chance, except okay. So you found my IMDb review. Movies, those actually sucked. Oh to me, man, a lot of Damn. decoms have a level of maturity and or seriousness in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this. This, okay, this is the kicker. This is why they appeal to me so much. Uh-huh. And I'm a 21 like, guy. I, anyway. I, I, <laughs> hey, so you found, how old? 21 years old. Josh, okay. so when, why are you on my IMDb so this, profile? Yeah, this, this still all matches uh, Joel's description, I believe. Yeah. Then, okay, so he, he summarizes the plot. And then at the end, he says... <laughs> 
<laughs> I liked the possible messages that the movie tries to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. It's like, so close. Doesn't everything happens for a reason. <laughs> or maybe the most worst moments in your life turns out to be the best things to ever happen to you. Maybe decoms managed to get themes like this across. I don't think. I don't think I want to commit to another excellent decom. Great for all ages. Oh my god! Wow. So this guy, this guy, this expect- guy's like sitting, sitting there taking notes, like. You know, it doesn't quite nail all of its themes quite the way I want it to, but it's 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 with with decoms, it's not always about executing the themes, it's about the fact that they're there at all. <laughs> Joel, literally the that's you. Heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. I know that's me. But also too Can we get this, this person on the podcast? I hope so. well, this you already have him on the podcast. He was 21 yes, at that point. So. How, oh, how okay. old was it? When was it written? Well, this was written in 2008. Yes. I think. Yeah, I was yeah. 21 in 2008. I'm 32 now or 33 now. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, thanks um, for congratulating me on being 33. This this movie uh, takes the... takes. It was filmed in the same... Um, the same high school as, as high read it and weep and some oh. of high school musical okay Wait, so that's they- what i was wondering but i didn't know if i was being so is this school or... ever in session then like what happens <laughs> i'm sure they were filmed at different times josh <laughs> well i'm just that's a lot of movies. <laughs> well josh they probably don't they probably only shut off like certain hallways and they usually or, like, film these movies during the, the summer. summer oh yeah. summers that's where right. That yeah, or they filmed they filmed them all during quarantine. <laughs> in two thousand using, using, using Minutemen technology. Yeah, they used they yeah. used time. They invented oh, real time. That makes movie. sense, actually. Um, so now it's come. Quarantine to... it actually presents a great opportunity for time sure. travelers to like use. Although actually, that's a terrible idea because they'll bring the disease all over time. Yeah. 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 But I so mean, there's a lot the of abandoned of locations. Movie. That's the plot of yeah. Minutemen too. Um, <laughs> so um, it's now come to the fan favorite part of the episode, where we rank this movie in the list of all of the other movies. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, and I, I am fine if it is not this, but it should be pretty high on this list, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. personally, this is my new number one. Number one oh. yeah. uh, I think this movie. Interesting. I think this movie is very good. I, I love High School Musical too, but I think I like that movie because I've seen that movie like a lot growing up, and I grew up with that movie. I also grew up with this movie, but I think this movie is better in terms of like comedy and like acting and writing. And um, okay, I wouldn't necessarily put it all the way at the top, but I, I think, think I would put it a. I would probably put like top five for sure. I I think I'd put it. I haven't seen Teen Beach movie, so I don't know. But but I think I Teen Beach movie is also very good. Teen Beach movie is really good, but I'm telling you right now, I think this movie is at least above uh, Hannah Montana the movie. Yeah, it's better than Hannah Montana the movie. I don't know why Hannah Montana the movie is there. I think it's honestly better than the first High School Musical. I I would put it below High School Musical above Hannah Montana, which would make it the number three movie on the list. I can live with that. Yeah. I can live That's with fine. that. It, it 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 it'll 
it'll keep me awake at night, but I'll live with it. Um, I'm gonna listen, log off I, this call and scream, but that's my so my point my point is is that this is not as hot of a take as this dethrones what was previously my favorite decom, which was Cloud Nine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, Thank which god. also really hard, by the way. Um, it's worth noting too. It's really funny watching this movie because Luke Benoit is so tiny in this movie. And, He's very small, and he is um. A, a beautiful, a, a beautiful very man. beautiful, handsome man now. In yeah, my notes, I just... Dumplin'? I have he's, seen Dumplin'. He's, he's real cute in that. And then when I was reading his IMDb, I was like, oh, oh, he was the little one in Minute <laughs> Yeah. He, he was also in How to Eat Fried Worms. Oh. Yes. He was I, the guy yes. who ate all the fried worms. Oh, yeah. I, I love that for him. I'm glad that he did that. Yeah, he's he's... He's 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 acting. He's Good for you. Stuff. We're sorry that happened. Oh yeah, and he was in Girl Meets World. I forgot about that. He's in the first episode where they go to high school. Well, he's like one of the high school <laughs> students, which is really I'm funny because he's like twenty-seven. <laughs> I'm just saying for the record um, that uh, despite what this list says, Can of Worms is still the best decom. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one who wants to make that argument. If honestly, if I if 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 this were a personal list, if this were my own list, I think Can of Worms might be below Cadet Kelly. <laughs> it would like not like, even it would not even be on my list. I like it, it would, doesn't <laughs> exist. I mean, here's the thing. I think I'd rather watch Can of Worms than Radio Rebel ever again or Frenemies. Just Me because too. Those I'd movies, rather watch a weird one than like Yeah, because at least that movie has like puppets in it, which I like yeah. puppets. That's, I that's, love that's, the puppets. I love the, the slimy, slimy puppets. Drained me in a way that I don't care to explain. Radio Rebel it just, was a it sucked the and, life out of me. Radio Rebel and Frenemies are like the only two times in this entire show I've had a genuinely very hard time finishing the movies. <laughs> like those are just, those are pretty rough. I the ones that are like so bad with like movies like those two. I'm like. I literally, it hurts my brain because I'm like, okay, where to even begin? Not to even start with like, I don't even want to talk about this movie. <laughs> that's how bad it was. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't even know where to start. That's the thing I with Disney Channel to. movies is that every Disney Channel movie is like a bad version of a real movie. So when a Disney Channel movie is bad, it's like a terrible real movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's it's, I mean, it's like when, when the highest... whenever a Disney Channel movie is bad, a terrible movie gets its wings. When, when the highest, when like the the and the... becomes reincarnated as a tooth fairy. When the height of like your film quality is like a C plus to B minus, it makes those it makes those Fs really 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 hit harder. Um, so this is, yeah, been... <laughs> it's nice. I think, I think that's, I think that that's the end of the, I that think thank you for, sentiment. thank you for sharing this time traveling journey with us across. I agree. Uh, and I actually watch this time one. I feel like, yeah, actually, well, I would also say watch this one we this... don't recommend to watch most of these movies, but you should watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, pretty, pretty good. good. It's, it's, it's the, enjoyable. The actors are charming. It's yeah. It's a bit. If you're like like, let's say you had Josh. You have, how many times is that? You have a wild Friday night. 
Right. You go out on the town, get super shwasted, mm-hmm. and then you Turn. wake up the next morning. Oh, you got a headache. You're so hungover. Mm-hmm. You sit on the couch. You pop on Minuteman. Take that hangover right away. Okay. Yes. Well, here's an alternate idea. You go out on the you go out on the town. Yeah. Uh, you totally party all night long. Yeah. Um, then during the middle of the party, everybody's like, hey, let's go up on the roof. You go yeah. up on the roof um, and on top of the roof, uh, there is a television. What movie do you turn on? <laughs> Can of worms. Already, okay. Okay. Podcast over. Podcast over. Okay. Thank you for joining us, the three people who are listening. <laughs> oh, wait. I stopped recording. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I guess it doesn't matter. 